1: Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value.
0: Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today, I'm going to address something that has come up a couple of times on our Facebook page, and it is grandparents saying to our kids I would love to, but your mom won't let me. So grandparents kind of undermining us. Oh, I would love to buy you that toy that we're here at Target together, but your mom doesn't want me to get it for you. Uh, These kind of things come up a lot on our Facebook page. So I thought it would be an interesting topic to address. Uh, This happens, I would say, a lot. I hear it from a lot of my friends, and we see it a lot posted and talked about. And it is a dilemma whether or not you should address it, whether it should just drive you crazy, whether you should cut off contact with people who do and say these things. And so I'm going to give some advice. First of all, I think that this is extremely annoying, and you have every right to feel annoyed by it second of all, I think that it happens to most people at some point. And so it is something also to be probably best vented about, but not really addressed. We're always trying to decide, can this be fixed? And I think this probably can't really be fixed. Now, you know, I have a rule, which is that during your parenting experience, you are allowed to speak to your parents and in-laws three times about things they do that annoy you. The reason for this rule is so that we don't end up in a constant back and forth where we're constantly correcting our parents and in-laws behavior, because down that road, madness lies. And that if you pick only three things, it really forces you to say, is this something I can live with Or is this something I really want to address and try to change? Because, spoiler alert, it is really, really hard to change other people's behavior. And so usually addressing behavior with them just kind of ends up in hurt feelings all around and nothing really changes. I will say this is something I would put in the category of having one of those conversations about one time and then really managing your expectations around it. I would sit your mom, mother-in-law, father, father father-in-law down and say, hey, when you say to my kids, I want you to have this, but your mom doesn't, it makes me feel bad and it complicates things with my kid. And I wish you would not do that. And I think if you can have a calm and rational conversation while it's not happening, that is a good opportunity uh, to maybe have it change. Possibly the person doesn't really realize they're doing it. Maybe they think they're saying it in a joking way. Whatever it is, I'm down with having exactly one conversation about this, but I'm going to tell you that my guess is it's not going to change. And so then we move to our solution, which always lies with what part of it can I control and what part of it you can control is holding firm to the boundaries that are important to you. And so in this situation, I will role play it out. I would say, um, we are standing in the aisle of Target and my mom says, oh, I would love to get you that giant plastic ball and it's only $3, but your mom won't let me. I would say, that's right, because... As we've already decided on our family, we don't want to add that much more plastic to the earth. We know that ball is going to be around for the next 300 years and your grandchildren's grandchildren will be walking past it in a landfill. Whatever my justifications are, we got something last week. We save our money to buy the things we want. Whatever our rules are, that's right. I won't let you have it because let me remind you of our house rules. And really this comes down to having confidence in your own parenting and knowing your own parenting rules and knowing your own parenting boundaries. And so if it's, oh, I'd love to buy you ice cream, but your mom won't let me. That's right. I won't let you because we have a rule in our house that we have one dessert a day and I know you're going to want to have the dessert that we're having after dinner, so we're not having an ice cream now. Operate from your maximum place of generosity with all of this stuff. Maybe make some decisions before you go out. We can all go to Target, but let's remember that we're not buying the kids toys on this trip. Reiterate stuff beforehand. Try to find workarounds. If this becomes a situation where it's really, really toxic and you're dealing with this happening several times a day, I think then you've got to start thinking about limiting where you take grandma with you on these outings so that maybe grandma should not be coming to Target. And maybe every time you go to the grocery store, she doesn't come with you and that you limit the amount of times this happens. So you've had your conversation where you've said, I really don't want you to do this. It makes me feel undermined and it's not sending a great message to my kid. And then if it doesn't change, the things you can change are reiterating your rule and limiting the amount of times that grandma is there when stuff is going on where she is undermining you. And those are really the choices you have in this situation. And then it is absolutely fine to come to our Facebook page, call up a girlfriend talk to probably someone other than your spouse, I would say, because people don't want to listen to complaints about their parents. I would say, oh, it just drives me crazy when my mom does this and get it off of your chest and realize that your kid knows who sets the limits in your house. Your kid knows who the rulemaker is in your house. It's you. As long as you're consistent with your rule, it doesn't really matter what other people Twitter about. About I don't mean go on Twitter. I mean, like talk about what they think about how you run your house you are the queen or king if you are a male and this is happening to you of your castle you make the rules stand firm I've got your back friends I hope that helps and if you have a question for myself or Amy you can send them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com or come ask them on our Facebook page and we may address your question on an upcoming episode thanks for listening
1: Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd.
0: And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back